Ron Bouquet, who will be starting against the Yankees, is 14 and 11 on this year, two and two against the Yankees for the season, and his lifetime record, three victories and four defeats. To acknowledge some very pleasant greetings from a contingent of Yankee fans who are tuned in tonight in Canton, Stan Watson, Ray Briggs, and Moose Lovato. And we certainly hope that they, as well as all baseball fans along the line, will enjoy tonight's activities. Thompson Green standing in from the right side, chatting with Yogi and Larry Knapp. Out on the mound, Art Dittmar. For the Yanks defensively, it's Boyer, Kubek, Richardson, and Scourin. And the outfield, Lopez, Mantle, and Merritt. Here's Red. Dittmar's opening pitch to the call strike. Larry Knapp behind the plate. Frank Umont at first. Bob Stewart is at second and Charlie Barrett at third. Dittmar deals. Green takes a curve low inside. And it is a ball and a strike on the game's first hitter. Billy Herman coaching out at third base. Rudy Orr coaching over at first. Outfield shaded toward right on Green, a left-hand hitter. There's a ground ball wide of first. John can't come up with it. Richardson can throw the first base to the pitcher. Dittmar covering for the out. And, of course, that is the way the play should be made, these balls that are hit in the hole between first and second. The first base and the second base can both go after. And it's up to the pitcher to be able to take uh, the throw, depending on which man can come up with it. In this case, the second base. So, Richardson to Dittmar. And we have one up, one away. And Willie Tasby hitting 268. Associated uh, toward left on this right-hand batter, who cuts it a curve and got it, strike one. We have two other games in the league there tonight, Cleveland-Chicago. Chicago is a half a game out of second place. Uh, Detroit is at Kansas City. Baltimore, which is in second place, is idle. Pitch low outside, ball one. One ball, one strike. Sarah back of the plate. We were talking to Elston Howard before the game, and he says... I'm going to be ready, willing, and able when that series opens. That dislocated uh, finger on the right hand is not going to hold me up. Fastball high inside, ball two. Scowling at first base, Richardson to second, two back at short. Boyer at third. Lopez in left. Mantle in center. Maris in right. The pitch is swung on as a high pop fly into short center field. Mantle coming on. Signal he'll take it. He does. The ball is way up high. So we have two up, two down, and the batter is Vic Wirtz, who has uh, knocked in 101 this year, batting 282. Strong left-hand hitter, to be very careful when you pitch to him. Not two shades around into right. We have a full schedule in the National League tonight. Chicago at Los Angeles, St. Louis at San Francisco. Wirtz takes on the outside, ball one. Cincinnati at Philadelphia and Milwaukee is at Pittsburgh. Milwaukee is in second place by one game over St. Louis. Waits at the line drive right back off Dittmar. The ball comes over to third. Boyer throws the first, gets him out. And let's see, Dittmar is rubbing. Uh, the ball, I think, hit him on the uh, on the glove. Uh, apparently so, because uh, none of the Yankees have stopped to talk to him. So it's a calm off the pitcher to the third baseman and over to the first tackle. One, two, three. We will check a little closer to see if that ball did strike Dittmar in any area outside the glove. Red, the score at the end of half an inning. Red Sox nothing and the Yanks nothing. One, two, three. The Red Sox go down in order. You know, there are two ways to build up a bank account. One is by making more money, which I'm sure we'd all like to do, and the other is by spending money wisely. 
Now, I can't tell you how to make money, but here's a tip for you folks who heat with oil on how to get the most for what you spend for home heat. Just make sure you order Atlantic Heating Oil. You see, oil heat is economical to begin with. But in addition, premium quality Atlantic Heating Oil is triple refined to give you the very best in clean, safe heat. Yes, sir? With Atlantic Heating Oil, you get maximum value from your heating budget. And believe me, you never have to worry about running low on fuel during a cold spell. Atlantic deliveries are controlled automatically by the daily temperature and by your own heating needs. Now's the time to have your burner thoroughly checked and order triple refined Atlantic Heating Oil. Call Atlantic Direct for your local Atlantic Heating Oil distributor. The Red Sox defensively, Malzone at third, Pumpsy Green at short, Pete Ronalds at second, and Victor Wirtz at first. The outfield is Carol Hardy in left, Tasby in center, and in right field, Larry Clinton. Mon Bouquet and Nixon, the batteries, to face Tony Kubek here in the bottom of the first. Red, 74, and had a real sound, steady year. Takes a pitch on the inside under his hand. Ball one. We have no score. Last to the first inning. Mon Bouquet delivers. And fast ball, good first strike. Just above the knees on the outside. One and one. Frank Rossetti coaching at third. Ralph Howell coaching at first. Outfield toward right. Kubek takes strike two. There was a slider just off the hands on the inside. One ball, two strikes. I don't think I've seen a club this year play as far toward right on Tony. Pitch is over. Ball strike three. He just took a little off the fastball and had it in there. Ball third strike. Hector Lopez hitting 284. Nixon goes out to the mound, checking something uh, with Monbukat, the pitcher. The Yankees are tied to their American League record for most home runs by a ball club in the season, 190. And now there's a home run duel for home run honors individually between Mattel, who now has 40, and Maris, who has 39. First pitch is over for a strike to uh, Lopez. I feel back and right on him. Curveball is over for a strike two. Running in two. No balls, two strikes. The pitch is swung on, hit uh, through at the right field, through between the first and the second baseman, and it's a single for Lopez. He is the fifth batter of the ball game and the first one to get off. Maris, 100 late runs batted in, 39 home runs, hitting 281. Juan wants to work with another baseball and is promptly accommodated by a plate on Paul Larry Knapp. This is the beginning of the final uh, series of the pennant race. There's a curveball over for a strike. Throw to first from the catcher, not in time. Sunday, the curtain comes down. And then, of course, goes up on the Fall Classic World Series, which will open in Pittsburgh Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday in Pittsburgh, back here at the stadium, uh, Saturday and Sunday, then Monday if necessary, and then back to Pittsburgh after a day off, but necessary for game six and seven. Pitch on the outside, ball one. 
A ball and a strike. Went out, Lopez at first. The infield double played there. The outfield well around for right on Roger. No score. Montbouquet, who was pitching quickly now with the runner at first, is being delivered. Set delivers. Let up. High outside. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. This is the first time the Yankees are back at the stadium since they clinched the 25th Yankee pennant. They clinched it at uh, Boston, then went down to three games at Washington, and they kept right on rolling. One uh, 12 and a line. On Bouquet, comes to his set position, delivers a change of pace, which is swung on his high into right center field, where center field Tasby is waiting. Makes the catch, four out number two. There's Mickey Mantle. He took over the home run lead. against the Boston right-hander, Mon Bouquet is hitting left-handed. Lopez at first, two down. A strike on the outside. Waist high, strike one. field is way back and uh, pulled around to end to right. Ted Williams is not for the Red Sox, as you know. After the last game at Boston with Baltimore, in which he hit a home run, his last head bat, he quit. Back one pitch, low inside, ball one. Ted had announced after the Sunday ball game at Boston that this would be his last season. And then just suddenly, uh, when he went to the clubhouse after the ball game two days ago, he said, well, this is it now. One-one pitch is strike two. He hits the outside above the knees. He is uh, keeping the ball away from Mickey. Mantle is visiting with Knapp because Mickey has uh, thought most of these strikes were outside. Knapp has said, well, you're so far back there, boy. You better come close and take a look. All right, one and two. Pitch is swung on and foul back. You know, the fastball again on the outside. The same strike he had hit for the two called strikes. One and two. They simply do not want Mickey pulling. There's a left-hand batter here at the stadium. Right-handed delivers, and Mickey swings, and foul tips it. Went after a curveball. Nick was unable to hold it. One ball, two strikes. Two men out. Lopez with a single. The game's on the hit at first base. Works holding the bag against him to cut down on his lead. Bouquet uh, sets, pitches, high outside. That was a let up off of this fast ball. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes. We have no score. Red Sox here tomorrow and Sunday. Game times, two o'clock. The 2 2 pitch is swung on a net. And in the last the first inning, no runs. One hit, one left. Totals at the end of an inning. Nothing across for Boston. No runs, one hit, no errors for New York. 
Even though Mickey did strike out here, swinging in the bottom of the first, it was he who, with his 40th home run on Wednesday night in Washington, tied the American League home run record, which was set by the Yankees for 190 in one season. And uh, the Mick and Roger Maris have themselves quite a struggle along with Jim Lemon and going down the down to the wire with his home run hitting honors. Mickey has 40, Maris has 39, and Jim Lemon has 38. In case any of you are wondering, the Major League mark is 221 home runs in a single season set by the Giants, who tied a record that was uh, set by Cincinnati. On the scoreboard, Cleveland at Chicago will be a night game. Detroit at Kansas City. Washington and Baltimore are not scheduled tonight. In the National League, Cincinnati with O'Toole going against Philadelphia's Buzzhart, about set to get underway down in Philadelphia. Milwaukee's at Pittsburgh, Chicago at Los Angeles, and St. Louis at San Francisco. Here in the top of the second, Russ Nixon, Frank Malzone, and Pete Reynolds set to face the right-handed slants of Art Dittmar. Red. Pitch a line drive in the right center. Base hit. He caught, uh, it looked to me like a hanging curve high inside. And the Red Sox get their first runner. Single to the right center. Nixon. Now we have uh, the Bronx boy who has made good at Boston, Frank Malzone. Hitting 273. Right hand batter. Spreads out alongside the plate. Apriel is one step toward left. Curveball is good. Under the hands and on the inside. Strike one. No score. Boston is a man at first. The fastball hit down to shortstop. Half speed. Two back over to second to Richardson. On the first. And it's a double play, although the ball was not stopped to count. That will play number 157 this year for the Yankees. Six to four to three. Now we have two outs, nobody on, and here is Pete Runnels, who is leading Al Smith by two points for the batting title. Runnels hitting 317. Smitty 315. The next fellow is Keene, 308. Runnels takes a curve, low inside, ball one. Runnels is left-hand batter who doesn't pull. They play him to left and left center. And he is turned to hit that way. Curve low inside, ball two. Runnels has his stance uh, so overly closed that his forward foot, his right foot, is pointed at the shortstop. The 2 nothing pitch. Over for the strike. 2 and one Dittmar, 115, lost nine. Pitches a fastball low inside. Three and one. Dittmar is one and one against Boston. Three and one. Right-handed delivers, and Ronald swinging lines the ball over third into left field. Boyer went up and almost got to it, but the ball went off of the fingertips of his glove, and it is a base hit for Ronalds. And, of course, uh, boy, he is treasuring these things. This is his third run for a batting uh, championship. A couple of years ago, he got in a squeeze, and the last uh, day of the season, uh, his teammate, Ted Williams, beat him out. All right, so Pete is on. 
That hit is worth one or two points. We'll have to uh, check it with another beat. Big count of fun statistician. And here is uh, Carol Hardy, right-hand batter, taking a high inside curve for ball one. Hardy hitting 229. Came up with Cleveland, with Delta Boston. He's played football at Colorado. Swings and it's a high pop-up. It's a right on the foul line, back of third. And Boyer makes the catch one step in foul ground for the third out. So we have no runs, two hits. One man left, double play, broke the back of it. And the score at the end of an inning and a half. The Red Sox nothing and the Yankees nothing. You know, friends, we still have a lot of warm weather ahead of us, Indian summer and whatnot, and it's a good time to get out and go places and have a lot of fun. It's no time to have your car performing under par because of a dirty carburetor, though. And that's one good reason to use Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive. You see, Atlantic Imperial loosens, dissolves, and gradually washes away hard, crusty deposits that form inside the carburetor wall under normal driving conditions. Now, these deposits can cause frequent stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste. And what's more, Atlantic Imperial's protective action keeps deposits from forming again. Today, more and more people are using Atlantic Imperial in their cars. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Bottom of the second, no score here at the stadium. Red Sox and the Yankees. It'll be Lawrence Peter Barra to be followed by Bill Scourn and Cleet Boyer. leading the team at 3.06. Lopez is 2.84. The outfield around toward right on Yogi. Here's Red. Right hand to Monbrugget delivers, and Yogi hits a looper back at third base. It is caught by Malzahn. Malzahn went back, recoiled his head. The ball hit the pocket of his glove, bounced up, he juggled it, and then he held on to it. A fine running catch. He was the only player who had a possible chance. So Barra still looking for his hundred catch. Fine catch in fair ground. And now we have the boost. John hitting 306. Knocked in 90. Picture curve, low outside. Ball one. That base hit for Ronald just now uh, was good for two points. He's now hitting 319. Scott hits a high foul back out of play. Ronald at the moment is leading uh, his nearest competitor, Al Smith of Chicago, by four points. Because while Chicago is playing tonight, they haven't started the difference in time out in the Midwest. One will get deals, and it is low inside. Ball two. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. above the knees. Two and two. Scarn has the highest batting percentage than the Yankees. 306. Swings and hits the ball to right center field. There's Sutton going over. He can't get it. And it's bouncing off the Zillary scoreboard. Scarn comes out of second base and holds on with a double. And he's going to close the full of those uh, doubles this year. That's his 34. 
far end. Doubles to right center. He creamed it. Now we have three to score, yet. Casey rested him for a few days. Boyer responded when he got back in down in the last game. Walked with a home run. He's hitting 242. Shaded around toward left. Down the second one out. No score. Boyer hits down the left field corner. There's Hardy going over close to the wall and makes the catch. Right off of the railing. And Scarn, who was over at third, goes back to second base. The ball would have cleared the rail and gone into the seats by about a half a foot. But it was an easy catch to the left fielder once he had correctly engaged where the ball was coming down. Now we have two down, and the hitter is Bobby Richardson. Bobby hitting 253. One bouquet slips off the rubber. Mudgy shot there on the field. Air is uh, quite still down on the playing field. Richardson gets tired of waiting and backs out. The pitch is a curve low outside. Ball one. Right-handed pitcher, Bill Montbouquette. M-O-N-B-O-U-Q. Right-handed batter, Bobby Richardson. Scarring with a double at second, two out. Richardson hits the bounding ball over the mound. There's shortstop Green up with it by the bag. Goes over to first. It's a high throw that works. Has to jump up and leave the bag for it. Richardson is safe. And Scarring moves over to third base. While the first person was up in the air after the ball, Richardson hits the bag. And we're waiting now for the verdict of the official score. Whether so it is a base hit or an error on the throw. We're still waiting. When we know, we'll let you know. the uh, pitcher, Art Dittmar. And a narrow shot to Boston would have to be on the shortstop throw. Dittmar takes low. That one uh, was close enough to have been scored either way. E6. You want to put it down in your book? Good hitting pitcher. Swings and fouls the ball out of play alongside right. Scott has 11 hits for 68 at bat. Down in third. Richardson at first. No score. The Yankees have won their last 12. Now in the series. For the season with the Red Sox, the Yankees lead it 12 games to 7. Curve swung on foul into the day. Strike two. 
One and two. the Pirates for the Yankees uh, at the stadium tonight has done their work. Bill Skip, Johnny Noe, and Mayo Smith. One, two, pitch. Curve, swung on and missed. Strike three. So that is all for the bid. Third strikeout for Mon Bouquet. No runs, one hit, two left, one error. Totals at the end of two. Uh, 0-2-1 for Boston. 0-2-0 for New York. Well, it won't be too long, friends, before the cool weather and the winter and the snow will be upon us. But right now is the time to have your burner checked and order triple refined Atlantic heating oil. Convenient budget plans can be worked out if you wish. And to get all the particulars, just call the Atlantic Refining Company or your local Atlantic heating oil distributor. The Braves and the Pirates about set to get underway at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. It'll be Vernon Law who... Danny Murtaugh has selected to be his opening game pitcher in the 1960 World Series, going against Milwaukee's Bob Buell. Of course, a lot of talk here in New York in line with the upcoming series, which starts in Pittsburgh next week, Wednesday and Thursday, and then the three games here at the stadium over what will probably be a long weekend for many people, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Monday's game, if necessary, of course. And then the two optional games... Wednesday and Thursday in Pittsburgh, if necessary. Not too big a crowd on hand here at the stadium. As we move to the top of the third, Larry Clinton, Bill Monbouquet, then to the top of the order, and Plumsy Green. Red? I feel straight away. Dismar delivers, and Clinton swings, lines the ball down the left field line. It is a foul ball. Just hits into the sand. Nothing in one. No balls, one strike. Good ball, back at business. Slow curve inside, ball one. No school off, he just joined us. Tall right-handed delivers a curve, grounded down to short. Two back charges, grab, throws into the dirt, and Cowan scoops it for the out. So Clinton is retired. Now we have uh, Mon Bouquet. Six for 61. Gunning for win number 16. This will be his last chance to get it. Mr. Single is now in the tuning up business. Curve on the outside, ball one. This figures to be Dittmar's last work before the series. Pitch. One on. There is a ground ball shot for the short. Two back up with it after going over to his left. Makes the play to first in time. Then we have two on. 
No problem. Start the first. Go back to Cowan. And now Pumps Green will start the go-round for the second time. He was out opening the ball game. Second base ripped into the pitcher who covered Dittmar. Green, the switch hitter, is batting left-handed against uh, right-handed Dittmar. Chokes the bat, swings, and hits the ground ball right on through the middle of the center field for a base hit. Single to center. Hit number three for the Bo Sox. And Willie Pasty. And a high fly ball to Mantle in the first inning. Sets in. Tasby hitting 267. This is the fellow that uh, the Red Sox got from Baltimore. Two down. Murray first is a throw over to first. Karen Miller returns. Green back plenty of time. Whitmore delivers. A curve is swung on and lined into left center field. So Tasby gets the base hit. Green turns to the left of second and cruises into third, taking the extra base. So we now have met at first and third. Two men out. Four hits for Austin. And Vic Wirtz. Wirtz flashed on right back off Dittmar's glove in the first inning, and the ball kicked over to the third baseman, Boyer, who threw him out. Ten batter, slightly open stand. Swings and has a bounce ball off of Dittmar's glove, and it is going for a base hit. Green has scored, and runners are first and second. A high bounding ball that Dittmar jumped for and deflected to the spot that the third baseman had vacated. And the ball just rolled dead in that area, and it is uh, the third straight single. The Red Sox now have one in the bank. They lead one to nothing. Wirtz, who uh, is having quite a good year for himself. This is his 102nd RBI. Now we have Nixon, who uh, got the uh, first Red Sox single. Second inning. Second, two out, one nothing. Boston Nixon hits the ground ball down to first. Scarring up with it. Tosses to Dittmar, who covers for the third out. So that sort of that. He hit that one out of his fist. One run on three hits. So the score at the end of two and a half innings, uh, Boston one. New York, nothing. Well, I bet you've heard it said many times before that the best things in life are free. Like the sun and the moon and the stars. Why, even love and constructive criticism, just to name a few. But how about the family car? Not free, but certainly one of life's best things. A car is a special joy, particularly when it's performing well. How about yours? Lots of little things can throw it off, like a weak spark plug or a dirty carburetor. Yes, sir, dirt gets in your carburetor. Exhaust fumes and other air particles can escape your air cleaner and collect as deposits along the carburetor wall, causing an improper mixture of air and gasoline. Stalling and rough idling and gasoline waste are common results. But this problem doesn't have to affect the performance of your car. 
Today, Atlantic Imperial Gasoline actually cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Feel your engine could run a little smoother? Well, use Atlantic Imperial Gasoline. It could be the answer. Here in the bottom of the third, to face Mont who has installed himself with a one-to-nothing lead, are Tony Kubek, Hector Lopez, and Roger Maris. Yankees with their 12-game winning streak on the line. No scores as yet on the big scoreboard here at the stadium. Red. Pitch is one on hit the right field. It is a home run. Well up in the lower right field seat. A one-one ball game. The Yankees set a new Yankee record and a new American League record for team home runs, 191. Straighten out a curveball. And for Tony, that is his 14th home run in his 61st RBI. And so it is a new record for the league and for the Yankees. 191 home runs. And the season isn't ended yet. Hector Lopez takes the pitch outside, ball one. And that has been a great weapon for this ball club this year. Swings and misses, strike two. Bobby Chance is up and going in the Yankee bullpen. Pitch, curve outside. Ball two. Two and one. So Kubek has opened up the last of the third and got the game level. Home run. Lopez swings at a breaker, low outside. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes. has to have the ball examined. Larry Knapp orders it uh, thrown to the catcher and then handed to him. He's checking it. Finds the ball okay. Right, Lopez and this overly closed uh, crouch stance of his. Swing to the curve by three. That's four strikeouts to Mondo Cat. <laughs> I got a bang out of a fan back here. After Lopez struck out, he hollered, look at it again, Hector. It's a little hard to say. <laughs> now we have uh, Roger Marriott. Put a five ball to uh, center field in the first inning. Takes the fastball outside, ball one. I understand. I don't get much of a chance, but I understand that uh, you, you don't really um, um, get the full mileage out of a ball game unless you sit down and listen to the spectators around you. There's a curveball over for a strike. One and one. Of necessity, they sort of uh, isolate us up here in the radio boxes. One ball, one strike. A one-one count. Uh, and a one-one score. There's a pitch low. Ball two. Two and one. Nobody on. Last to the third. Red Sox here tomorrow and Sunday. Then the World Series. The 2 1 pitch. Merrick swings the line drive like the works at first. Ooh, he hits up. 0 
almost took the glove off of Royce. Now we have two out, and the hitter is Mattel.
stepped in. Tipper delivers and Hardy swings. Hits the ball out to left field. Lopez going over and Mr. One had a touch of a rising line drive. It almost took off over his glove. He gets a big hand for the fielding play. Nothing across. And at the end of three and a half innings, the score remains Boston 1, New York 1. Did you ever hear of a gasoline that doubles as a mechanic? Well, in a way, Atlantic Imperial Gasoline does just that. And here's how. When you drive, exhaust fumes and other air contaminants escape your air cleaner and collect in the carburetor in the form of deposits. Even a small amount of deposits can cause an improper mixture of air and gasoline. And when this happens, stalling, rough idling, and actual gasoline waste result. Now, one way to handle a dirty carburetor is to get under the hood and clean it manually. But why go to all that trouble and expense when Atlantic Imperial does the job for you without even raising the hood? Atlantic Imperial actually cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. With a clean carburetor, you get proper mixture of gasoline and air. You'll enjoy smooth engine performance, greater gasoline economy. So give it a try, won't you? Use new Atlantic Imperial gasoline to keep your car on the go. Cleveland at Chicago tonight in the American League. Detroit at Kansas City. Washington and Baltimore not scheduled. Cincinnati at Philadelphia, 1-1 at the end of two. Milwaukee at Pittsburgh. Buell against Law. And Chicago at Los Angeles. St. Louis at San Francisco to start later on. Here's Yogi to start off the bottom of the fourth to be followed by the Moose and Cleet Boyer. And to carry you on, here's the old redhead. And Bata. And Tuning up for another World Series. Everything he does uh, adds to uh, records and records and records. First pitch to him is outside ball one. Change the pitch high inside ball two. The ground ball hit to the right side. Second base of Ronald's up with it despite a last minute bad bounce. Throws over to first and Yogi's out. One away, last to the fourth. Chris Cowan, who doubled. His 34th two-bagger. Get, uh, takes the sign from Russ Nixon, his catcher, delivers, and Cowan swinging fouls it uh, into the first base stand. Back one. Cowan with his base hit picked up a point. He's batting 307. That's the highest percentage of the Yankees. Curves one on and the Moose picks up another point of call line, driving to left field deep in the corner. Scarn around first base. The ball is retrieved by Harding. It's a long single for Scarn to give him two for two. Well, he has half of the uh, Yankee total of four. And here's Boyer with long fly ball was caught uh, against the left field barrier. Second inning by Hardy. 
On one try. Count is first, one out. Swing him around in the left. Swing to the curve. Strike one. Close the ball right around the knee. Nothing in one. John first, one down. Pitch. Fastball low outside. One and one. One bouquet is really perspiring out there tonight. You can see that his uniform blouse is ringing wet. He repeatedly takes his cap off, mops the uh, sweat off of his forehead. John, as he stands down at first, is hitting at 308. Two hits, he's picked up two points tonight. One one. One one ball game. Curve is over. Call strike two. Full curve. Just misses outside. Mm. Nixon uh, grabbed the ball. He's always going to fire down to third base. Following a third strike. Turned and looked in finally at Knapp and Knapp took his head. New. A jet. By twin two. Pitch. Curve low outside. Three and two. Nixon throws down to first. Going back. And he started. To let the runner know that the catcher knew he was down there. Three balls, two strikes. This is the uh, 25th time the Yankees have won. The 10th and 12 years won by Casey. Besides McGraw for the most punnets of any manager in the history of the game ever won. One for Ketchel Lewis, Garn goes, Boyer takes ball four, a high outside curve. Now the Yankees have men at first, first walk of the ball game. Bobby Richardson got on to a high throw from the shortstop in the second inning. Bobby hitting 252. Ball game. It will be uh, locked for Cleveland. 
Chicago will be Chips. White Sox are in third place a half a game back to Baltimore. The Orioles not scheduled for uh, this last day in September. All right, 1-1 tie here at the stadium. Christopher Richardson is swung on. A ground ball hit to the right side. Ronald is up there. Goes to first, and he gets Richardson, and we have two men out, and the two runners each advance 90 feet. The second base for the first baseman. Boyer moving over to second base. John legging it over to third. And the pitcher's position, Dittmar, is due. So far, has not come out. There's a delay. Let us see what it means. Hold the phone. And this is not uh, Dittmar. This looks like Hunt. Ken Hunt. Outfielder. Opened the season with the Yankees, then uh, was out with Richmond. Now coming up to hit for Dittmar. So Dittmar is out after four innings, and he cannot be the winning or the losing pitcher. left. Third ball is low and outside. Ball one. Starn at third. Boy up second. One one tie. Two out. So Dittmar has had his final tune-up. Fastball in there for a strike. The next time hard pitches will really be playing for the blue chips. One. Curve, low outside, ball two. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Red Sox scored uh, with two outs, three singles, and they say then he got their run. Kubek hit the first pitch last to the third, home run, setting a new uh, Yankee and a new American League mark. Club throw the home run, 191. That's how it stands, one and one. Nobody close stand. Swing to the curveball. Doesn't get it. Two and two. Two balls, two deliberate about getting his time. And now when he starts pumping, Hunt steps out and played on by a nap all time. Now Hunt gets in. In case you're wondering about when is a hitter ready, when is a pitcher ready, etc., etc. It's up to the umpire to see that both contestants are ready. That's the way it is today. When baseball started out, uh, the hitter was on his own. The 2-2 pitch, fine miss. Strike three. 
five strikeouts to Martin Buscat. That's all for the Yankee bit. No runs. One hit. Well, Phil Rizzuto is coming over from the TV side, and he's take you the rest of the way play-by-play radio, and I'm going to switch with him. And the score at the end of four is Boston one and New York one. So, the Scooter will be seeing you. Okay, Red. And right now, I'd like to mention that the second half of this game is being brought to you by the crisp, refresher Valentine beer. You know, Valentine's a light beer with two logs of flavor, and that's what makes it the crisp, refresher. Right now, while the Yankees are changing pitches, let's pause for station identification. At 14.60 on your radio dial, this is Quality Modern, WOKO in Albany, New York. WOKO time, four minutes before nine o'clock. Dittmar pitched four innings, allowing five base hits. No walks, no strikeouts, and one run. Bobby Shands coming on, making his 42nd appearance of the year. All of them in relief. He has won five and lost four. Pitched a total of 67 innings, giving up 54 hits, 21 runs. Five home runs. Walked 23, struck out 52 for a 2.42 earned run average. Only Bill Stafford is ahead of... Bobby Shands, an earned run average, and then Stafford has been in only 10 ball games. So Shands has done a tremendous job for the Yankees. And you kind of shudder when you think back of spring training. The Yankees were just about ready to unload little Bobby. He was really trade bait at that time. His arm wasn't feeling well. And he was really a sad case. He was worried. Fortunately, everything turned out all right. I know the Yankees are happy to have had Shands around all year. Bobby will be pitching to Luke Clinton, Bill Monbouquet, and Pumpsy Green here in the top of the fifth. This ball game tied 1-1. Red Sox scored in the third inning on three consecutive singles after two are out. The Yankees scored in the third on a home run by Kubek. Clinton in the third inning bounced out to the shortstop. have made just one change in their starting lineup, too, as a matter of fact, now with Shands in there. Jim Pasoni went in for Mickey Madlin center field. Mickey was 0 for 2 while he was in there. Leads the Yankees in home runs, though, with 40. Right here, Shands pitch to the right-hand hitting Clinton. A curve outside, ball one. Billy Herman coaching over at third. At first, Rudy York. into the windup. Another curve. This one's over. One and one. Larry Knapp calling balls and strikes. Not too bad a crowd tonight considering the fact that Ted Williams announced his retirement and the fans knew that he wouldn't be here for any of the three games. Foul back. Booted by the Red Sox broadcaster. ball, two strikes. Shan swings into the windup. Ball in the dirt. Two and two. Casey 
single starting lineup could have been the starting lineup for the first game of the World Series with the Pirates. A 2-2 pitch, outside ball three, full count. bounced out to short in the third inning. One out, nobody on. Humpty Green on deck. Here's the pitch to Monbouquet over strike call. Bobby has great control of that curveball. The left-hander into the windup. Fastball over strike two, nothing in two. If you're guessing with Bobby and you're looking for the curve and he throws that fastball, he can throw it right on by you. Now the two-strike pitch. Strike three. Von Bouquet didn't know whether to swing or take it, but the ball was over. It was an overhand curveball that time, breaking straight down. Two men up, two strikeouts for Shans. Here's Pumpsy Green, who bounced the second and singled the setup. He has scored the Red Sox run in the ball game. Batted left-handed against Art Dittmar, now batting right-handed against Bobby Shands, a switch hitter. Willie Tasby on deck. Pitch to Green, slow curve in there, strike one call. Beautiful motion on that pitch. The one-strike delivery. Curve way outside this time, one one The one-one delivery is fouled back on the screen, strike two. Strikes two up. One one the score, top of the fifth. The wind up and the pitch is just a little bit low. Ball two, two and two. Here's a two-two pitch. Curve. He fouled it as he tried to check his swing. Back of the plate. Count holds it two and two. Green batting against Bobby Shen. Two out, nobody on. Shen goes back to the rosin bag. Now the 2 2 pitch. Slow curve, low, ball three. Full count.
Pitch the green. Curve. Low ball four. He lost him. There's the first walk given up by a Yankee pitch tonight. Zitmar did not walk anybody in four innings. Montbouquet has walked one man. Willie Tasby fly to center and single to center. Green with a big lead off first. And set. There goes the run of the ball is popped into short center field for Zoni Flip. Now he's coming in fast. He can't get it. Drops in for a base hit. And they're waving Green in. The throw is coming into the plate and he's going to make it. And we'll have to wait and see what they call that. So Zoni backed up two steps and tried to come in. And then flipped. He could not reach the ball and then overran the ball as it hit in front of him and Green scored all the way from first base. And the Red Sox lead two to one. And we'll double check to see if anybody gets an error. There's a ground ball. A short Kubek up with it on one hop. Throws to first in time to get worse. It'll be a single for Willie Tasby. And if there's no error on the play, it gets an RBI. So for the Red Sox in the top of the fifth, one run, one hit, no Yankee errors and one man left in the score at the end of four and a half innings. The Red Sox two and the Yankees one. Hector Lopez and Roger Maris to face Bill Monboquette. Kubek struck out and homered. Going back to that play, the one of the longest, shortest singles we've ever seen hit here at Yankee Stadium. A short fly to center field that scored Pumpsy Green all the way from first. Kubek takes the pitch high, ball one. To Tony, who, as we showed you, has been playing mostly left field here at the stadium in the late innings. Thought the ball was hit harder than it was, went back two steps, then tried to come in and slip on the grass, couldn't catch the ball, and then ran by it. Low ball two, two and nothing. Tony Kubek coming up with his 14th home run of the year in the third inning. 2-1 the Red Sox lead, the 2 nothing pitch. It hits the center field, Willie Tasby going back, makes the catch. Kubek hit that ball on the nose, but to the deepest part of the playing field here at the stadium. One away. Here's Hector Lopez. Single to right and struck out. On deck, Roger Maris. 
Mr. Lopez is right down the middle. Strike one call. One strike pitch curve in the dirt. Ball one, one and one. Pitch is foul down the right field line, going back out of play in the upper deck. One ball, two strikes. Hector Lopez, who is uh, going to get married after the World Series, reducing the bachelor ranks of the Yankees. There's a line to the right, curving foul in the lower box seat. Check will be a nice wedding present for the uh, bride and groom. The pitch is a curved strike for he's swinging. Strike out number six for Monboquet as Hector went after an outside curveball for the second time striking out. And here's Roger Maris, fly to center and lined out to first. Maris wants to play. He doesn't want to be taken out of the game. He does not feel that he is hitting like he was early in the year. Hoping to get back in stride. Until he is one home run behind Mickey Mantle, who leads the American League with 40. Harris with 39. The pitch is outside, ball one. Harris's last home run was hit on September the 16th. And we are getting all this information from... A little big man who's helping us out tonight was Pete Callison, observing the holidays, Jackie Farrell. High pop fly to short right field. Pete Runnels is moving back. Clinton in and Clinton makes the catch as Runnels veers out of the way at the last second. So for the Yankees in the bottom of the fifth, no runs, no hits. No Red Sox errors and nobody left in the score at the end of five full innings. The Red Sox two runs, six hits, one error. The Yankees one run, four hits, and no errors. On the scoreboard in the American League, Cleveland at Chicago. Lock against Pierce. Ken Astromani is homing in the first inning, and the Indians are leading 1-0 with the Indians still batting. Detroit is at Kansas City. They start later on. Baltimore and Washington not scheduled. And the National League, Cincinnati at Philadelphia. O'Toole against Buzzard. At the end of three and a half, it's the Phillies two, the Reds one. Milwaukee at Pittsburgh. Buell for Milwaukee. Lost started. Green came on in the third. Milwaukee's leading 4-0 at the end of two and a half. Hank Aaron homed in the first with one on his 39th home of the year. Chicago is at Los Angeles and St. Louis at San Francisco and they start later on. For the Red Sox, in the top of the sixth, it'll be Russ Nixon, Frank Malzone, and Pete Reynolds. To face Bobby Shan. Nixon single to center and bounced out to first base. Left hand hitting catcher. Bobby Shan's ready. Pitch to Nixon is a curve that's over. Strike one call. Boy, this chance is rough. On left-handed. One strike pitch, curve a little high, ball one, one, one. Bobby sure had Ted Williams' number this year. He really 
Pitch hit just right. Ryan Duran is loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. The one-one pitch curved low outside. Ball two, two and one. Two to one. The Red Sox lead in the top of the sixth. Two-one pitches lying down the left field corner and foul. Just foul. Nixon hit an outside fastball that missed by inches of being a double. It kicked off the fence down the left field line. Two and two on Nixon. 33 years ago today, Babe Ruth hit his 60th home run. Man, what a memorable day that was. The fans just now seeing it on the big scoreboard. Out in center field. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Curve hit on the ground, and it's a base hit to right field. Roger Maris up with it, and Nixon's got his second base hit of the night. And the first hit off Bobby Shannon. Check that, the second hit off Shannon. That's seven hits for the Red Sox. Hasby got that little Texas leaguer in short center that scored a run. Here's Frank Malzone, hit into a double play in line to the shortstop. Nobody out here in the top of the sixth. Darren holds first against Nixon. The curve is lined foul on the third baseline. Kicked off the fence all the way out to Hector Lopez in deep left field. One strike on Malzone. On deck, Pete Reynolds. by Shans. The curve ball is over. Strike two. That was a big overhand curve. Nothing in two on Malzone. Curve hit. Deep to left field. Lopez going way back. Way back. And he can't get it. It's off the wall. Nixon slips rounding second. They're going to send him in. Malzone's going to third. board in left center field. Russ Nixon slipped as he rounded second base, went down to one knee, Malzone right on his tail. Billy Herman waved Nixon in, but Nixon held up at third base, and Malzone reached third, then started back to second. Kubek's throw came into Barry. Yogi started to throw to second, but Richardson was out for the relay also. Nobody was at second base, and so Malzone was able to get back safely. That's one of the longest doubles we've ever seen here at the stadium. We had one of the shortest... RBI singles we ever saw at the stadium last inning. Dropping short center field. Scoring a runner from first base. And the Red Sox now have runners at second and third with nobody out in the league's leading hitter Pete Runnels the batter. Runnels singled and slide out to left field. The infield's back. They're not playing in. Shans into the windup. Pitch is high. Ball one. Boy, did Malzone put the woods at that one. That would have been over the... Uh, Big high screen atop the high fence at Fenway Park. For sure. Pitches in there, strike one, one on one. Well, now his 30th double of the year. Lopez almost caught up with that long drive. 
ball, one strike on Reynolds. The windup and the curve is a little bit high ball, too, two and one. a 2-1 delivery. It's in there, strike two, a side-on curveball. Had Pete leaning away from the plate, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Now zone at second, Nixon at third with nobody out. And the Red Sox lead 2-1 in the top of the sixth. The 2-2 pitch inside, almost Pete Reynolds, three and two. Jack Carroll Hardy. Pete digging into the plate. Got a lot going for him. Got a chance to win the batting crown this year. Here's the payoff pitch. And it's a base hit up the middle. Here comes Nixon. Here comes Malzone. So Tony Stroh is in the second base. And it's actually 4 to 1. As Pete Reynolds rips the single back up the middle. Driving in two runs. Giving the Red Sox a 4-1 lead, and that'll tack another point to Reynolds' batting average. And Reynolds is leaving the game as we've got a runner for him. Cottree is running for Pete Reynolds at first base. Here's Carol Hardy. Pops the third and line to left field. Hardy. Change up is in there. Strike one call. Jim Coftry running for Pete Reynolds leading off first base. Fastball is high. Ball one, one and one. Coftry, second baseman, will probably remain in the ball game to play second base. So Ronald's had himself a big night tonight, getting two for three. And just about cementing the batting crown. There's a foul at the plate. One ball, two strikes. That ball kicked off Yogi's leg. Could not get those fingers in the way of those foul balls, Yogi. Elton Howard came up with a badly bruised finger down in Washington. Like Ellie will just be available for pinch hitting duties in the first two games. At least that's the latest report. Best ball is strike three. He tried to check his swing, but he went far enough around. Hardy gives Knapp a little argument. But Larry Knapp said you went far enough around. And that's the fourth, third strikeout for Shan. Here's Lou Clinton, bounced to short and struck out. Change up hit on the ground is short. Kubek to Richardson for one. Back to first. Double play as Skyron picked another one out of the dirt. A fine play by Bill Skyron. That's two that he's come up with tonight in the dirt. The second Yankee double play of the night from short to second to first. But the Red Sox come up with two more runs here in the top of the sixth on three base hits. No Red Sox errors and nobody left in the score at the end of five and a half innings. The Red Sox four and the Yankees one. 
bottom of the sixth, Jim Pisoni will be the batter. Pisoni taking Mantle's place in the batting order. Jim batting 167. He's one for six. Is one RBI. Right-hand hitter. Catch pitch to Pisoni is a swing and a miss on a change-up curveball. Strike one. 4-1, the Red Sox lead. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Ground ball, the second baseman Kostri up with it. Nice play, throw to first, and it gets by Wirtz. But backing up is Nixon, and Pisoni can only hold it first. It was a nice play by Kostri going far to his right, throwing off balance in the dirt, getting by Vic Wirtz. And we'll wait and see what the official score gives on that play. An error for the second baseman. Tough chance for the second baseman. Brings up Yogi Berra, who popped the third and bounced to second base. On deck, Bill Scarron. It's the Yogi is a curve over strike one call. Crowd whooping it up for Yogi. A lot of Yankee fans here tonight. The Tony leads off first. Fastball pop foul in the upper deck. Strike two. Fans certainly appreciate the way the Yankees have strong just when they needed it, winning 12 games in a row to wrap up the 1960 pennant. The two-strike pitch, strike three swing. Yogi swung at a fastball and didn't get it. And that's something you very seldom see as Monvoquette chalks up his seventh strike out of the night. Here's the Moose, who's two for two. Double and a single. Karen now with 34 doubles on the year. Worth playing in back of the runner at first base. Here's the stretch. Foul back in the upper deck, strike one. Pitch to Scar on a curve outside, one on one. Cleet Boyer. Pisoni leads off first. Drive to deep right, but curving foul and back in the upper deck. Boy, did Moose hit that one. Wasn't fouled by much way back in the upper deck in right field. <clears throat> Must be a wonderful feeling to be as strong as Scarra. Mondo gets it. Curve, strike three, swinging. Nixon dropped the ball, but the runner at first, and on a one out, the batter's automatically out. So that's strikeout number eight for Mondo And we're going to have a pinch hitter, Dale Long, coming on a bat for Boya. Dale Long, who has really been doing a job for the Yankees. 
Boyer has applied to left and walk. Dale Long is batting 389, 14 for 36. Three doubles, a triple, two homers, and eight runs batted in. Two out here in the bottom of the sixth. The Red Sox lead 4-1. Dale Long batting for Cleet Boyer. Johnny Blanchard is putting on the catching gear. All right, here's the stretch by Mongo Kett. Pitched along as foul. Back in the mezzanine, strike one. One strike on long. Powerful left-hand hitter. Pitch outside, one on one. stretches. Pitch inside. Two balls, one strike. Long had to move out of the batter's box to get out of the way of that one. Two balls, one strike on Long. Here's the stretch. Pitch is lying in center field right on the nose, but right at Willie Tasby. Man, did Long hit that ball on the button. But right at Tasby. For the Yankees, in the bottom of the sixth, no runs, no hits, one Red Sox error, and one man left. And the score at the end of six full innings, the Red Sox four, and the Yankees one. And let's pause for station identification. At 1460 on your radio dial, this is Quality Modern, WOKO, in Albany, New York. WOKO time is 9.30. The Yankees have a brand new battery coming on. Ryan Duran will be taking over for Bobby Shen, and Johnny Blanchett will be behind the plate, taking over for Yogi Berra. A new third baseman, Darren Johnson, takes over for Cleet Boyer. Kubek remains at short, Richardson at second. Dale Long is at first base in place of the Moose. Lopez in left, Pizzoni in center, and Roger Maris in right field. While Duran's coming in, Take a look at the scoreboard in the American League. At the end of one inning, Cleveland won and the White Sox won. Lock against Pierce, lock against Pierce. That's for Monty Holman in the first. Detroit at Kansas City starts later on. Baltimore and Washington not scheduled. The National League. The Phillies two and the Reds one at the end of four and a half. O'Toole against Buzzhaw. Milwaukee eight and the Pirates nothing at the end of three and a half. Buell for Milwaukee. Lost started. Green in the third. Hank Aaron Holman in the first with one on the 39th of the year. Chicago at Los Angeles and St. Louis at San Francisco start later on. So Ryan Duran, who tied a modern major league record by striking out the first five hitters he faced down in Washington in his first starting assignment of the 1960 season, is in there again tonight. Nitmar pitched the first four innings allowing five hits and one run. Didn't walk anybody or strike anybody out. Bobby Shands pitched two innings, giving up four base hits, walked one, struck out three, and allowed three runs. So Duran is coming on here in the seventh, and the first man he'll face will be the pitcher, Bill Monboquet, who bounced to short and struck out.
lineup checking where the new men are going to bat in the batting order. Now everything's squared away and we're ready to go. Monbouquet the batter. Here's Duran into the windup. Pitch inside ball one. Boy, that Monbouquet's crowding the plate. Dangerous thing to do with Duran out there. Monbouquet stepped out of the batter's box. Now he's ready. Strike one is swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. On deck, Pumpsy Green. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch. Inside, ball two, two and one. The outfield playing very shallow on Monbouquet. Duran swings into that big slow windup. Picks delivers. Strike call two and two. Now the fact Jim Pisoni is shading Monbouquet way over in right center. Figuring that he won't pull Duran with his fastball. Two and two the count. Checking the sign from Blanchard. Now swings into the windup. Pitch, strike, three, call. Duran strikes out the first man he faces. Brings up Pumpsy Green, who bounced a second, singled and walked. He scored twice in the ball game. Once again, he swings around and bats left-handed. Batted left-handed twice against Dittmar, right-handed against Shans, and now left-handed again against Duran. On deck, Willie Tasby. First pitch to Green is a strike call, a blazing fastball. Humpty chokes up a little higher on the bat now after watching that fastball go by. Duran into the windup. The one strike pitch is strike two, is swing and a miss. That was a breaking pitch. into the count. Duran shakes off the sign. Now he's got the one he likes. Two-strike pitch. Strike three swinging. Boy, that ball was by Punchy Green before he even got the bat off his shoulder. Two up, two strikeouts for Duran, and here's Willie Sasby. Line to center and single to center twice. There's one RBI. Two out, nobody on. 4-1 the Red Sox lead in the top of the seventh. 
pitch to Tesby. Strike one, a swing and a miss. Willie went all the way around. The harder you swing it during, the more you miss him. Ryan is so used to working with men on base that he would rather pitch from a stretch position because that's when he usually comes into the ball game. Pitch to the first two men with a full windup. Now he's pitching to Willie Tazby as though they were a runner at first base. Stretches the pitch. Foul coming back and out of play. Red Sox lead, top of the seventh. Wind is starting to whip up. Here's the attendance. Paid 12,307. The total including servicemen, 12,708. Changeup is just inside ball three. Duran started to walk off the mound. That pitch completely fooled Willie Tasby, who was looking for the fastball. And Duran threw that big, slow change of pace. And Pappy Durkin, look at that wind blowing out there in center field. What's the story? Charlie Berry say that they expected rain about 9.30 tonight. Pitch, strike three, swinging at him on a high fastball. Duran strikes out the side. Here in the top of the seventh, nothing across. And the score at the end of six and a half innings, the Red Sox four and the Yankees one. Nice job of pitching by Big Ryan Duran. On the way out to the ballpark tonight, I picked up a newspaper, and there's a big advertisement for Valentine beer in it that you probably have already seen. The one that says, more than five million times a day, someone enjoys a glass of Valentine beer. Actually, as the ad points out, the figure is 5,435,616 glasses a day. Man, that's a pretty amazing figure to me, as it probably is to you, too. But you know, it got me to thinking what a tribute this was to Valentine Beer's quality. Yes, sir, people know quality when they taste it. That's why they enjoy Valentine Beer to the tune of over five million glasses a day. I think I know why Valentine Beer is so popular. It's because Valentine has everything you want in a beer. It's light, refreshingly light. And it has all that good lager beer flavor you love. Now, that's why we call Valentine Beer the crisp refresher. So how about you? Have you asked the man for Valentine beer lately? If not, why not join the millions of others who enjoy today's Valentine beer? For the Yankees in the bottom of the seventh, Bobby Richardson will lead off. Bobby reached on an error and bounced to second. The Red Sox leading four to one. Bouquet out on the mound. Pitch to Richardson is a curve over. Strike one call. Mon Bouquet has eight strikeouts so far tonight. Has given up four base hits. One in each of the four first innings. Curve low, ball one, one on one. 
one pitch is a curve low, ball two, two of one. Tony Kubek is on deck. Ryan Duran is due to be the next batter. See if Casey's got any pinch hitters in the wings. a 2-1 pitch. The ground ball over the pitcher's head. Cockery coming in fast. Up with it. Over the words. In time for the out. One away. Slow bounding ball over the pitcher's head. One out. And let's see who comes out of the Yankee dugout. Looks like Jesse Gunder this time. the top of his helmet. And that's who it is, Jesse Gonder, coming out of the Yankees dugout to bat for Ryan Duran. Gonder is batting 0-0-0. He's 0-4 since joining the Yankees. Has gotten on base a couple of times by errors. Left-hand hitter who had the highest batting average in the International League but was not up sufficient number of times to get credit for the batting championship. On Bouquet into the windup, the pitch to Gander is a foul back strike one. One out, nobody on. 4-1, the Red Sox lead in the bottom of the seventh. Low curve hit high in the air, deep to right field, way back there, way back. as a major leaguer. A pinch hit home run into the Yankee bullpen, a high towering drive that kept carrying and carrying. Lou Clinton was going back and he ran into the bullpen fence. And that ball went back about 15 feet. The first hit for Jesse Gonder in the big leagues and it's a home run. And that's one that that youngster will remember forever and ever. Kubek takes the pitch outside, ball one. Kubek, change up, hit back to the box. Monbouquet grabs it on one hop, throws to Vic Wirtz, and it's two away. Kubek had Holman in the third inning, giving the Yankees 191. Gondas was the 192nd home run hit by a Yankee this year. Every time they hit one, they add to their new mark. The old one was 190. The 1956 Yankees got it. Here's Hector Lopez, singled and struck out twice. 4-2 to score now in the bottom of the seventh. The pitch to Lopez, foul out of play, strike one. Curve hit out to shortstop. Humpty Green in up with it. Over to work, and that's all for Lopez and the Yankees here in the bottom of the seventh. But they do come up with one run on the home of Igonder. No Red Sox errors and nobody left in the score at the end of seven innings. Boston, four runs, nine hits, two errors. The Yankees, two runs, five hits, and no errors. You know, a beer's got to have two things to really refresh you. Lightness and flavor. 
Well, Mr. Valentine beer's got them both. It's the light beer with two lager flavor. And that's what makes it the crisp refresher. Enjoy a frosty glass of Valentine's soon. New pitcher coming on for the New York Yankees. Brian Duran pitched just one inning, faced three men, and struck all three men out. So Duran had himself a good workout. And while we're waiting for the new Yankee pitcher to come on, Bill Creasy from the Yankees Homeless Champions Network informs me that was Jesse Gonda's first appearance at Yankee Stadium. Gonda's other appearances at the plate were all on the road, so for sure Jesse Gonda will never forget his first time at bat in a Yankee uniform at Yankee Stadium. A home run he can well be proud of. Nothing Chinese about that homer. High and deep. Harold Stowe, the left-hander, coming on. For the New York Yankees, making his first appearance. Six feet tall, 170 pounds, from Gastonia, North Carolina. Born August 29, 1937. Last year with Fargo, he won five and lost four, but had a 2.75 earned run average. will be facing Vic Wirtz, Russ Nixon, and Frank Malzahn in the top of the eighth with the Red Sox leading 4-2. to two. Wirtz lined one off Art Dittmar's glove in the first inning was thrown out by Cleet Boyer. In the third inning, he grounded one off Dittmar's glove to drive in a run and then bounced to the shortstop. With Amarillo in the Texas League, so... Had 114 and lost 11 this year. The pitch to Wirtz is low, ball one. Ball lean left-handed. Checks the sign from Johnny Blanchard. Here's the windup. Pitch is low, ball two, two and nothing. Nixon, who's two for three, single to center, single to right, has scored a run, then bounced to first base. Dale Long walks in the top with Stowe. Yankees have Lopez and left, Sedoni in center, Maris in right, Darren Johnson at third, Kubek at short, Richardson at second, Dale Long at first, Blanchard catching, and Harold Stowe on the mound. Kubek yells over to Darren Johnson to be on the alert for the possible sacrifice. He's had Darren Johnson playing strictly third base this year for Richmond. The pitch, Nixon squares around, bunts it foul, strike one. 
ball kicked off Larry Nat's shin guard in back of the plate. Frank Malzone on deck. Dale Long holding the bag. Against Vic Wirtz. The stretch by Stowe. Throw to first. And Vic Long off. It's a ball. Check that. Man, he picked Dale Long off. And the ball just missed. Hitting Long right between the eyes. Went over his head. As Stowe stepped towards the plate. Long broke in and so threw the ball, and it just missed hitting Dale in the head. The ball hit the railing and bounced all the way out to right field, but first base umpire Frank Humont called the balk on Harold Stowe, and it's a balk, and going down to second base is Vic Worth. Oh, man, that could have been dangerous. Because Dale Long had taken his eye completely off Harold Stowe and was looking to the plate for the pitch. And that would have really been an embarrassing situation had that ball hit Dale. The Yankees have not had too much opportunity to play in back of this youngster and don't know what his move is. Here's the pitch. It's bunted down third. A good bunt. Johnson has to go to first base. In time to get Nixon, but moving the third is worse. The sacrifice works. From five to three, third baseman to the first baseman. Brings up Frank Malzone. Hit into a double play. Line to short and double a deep left center field. One away. 4-2 to Red Sox lead. Worth the third. The Yankee infield is in for a possible play at the plate. Stowe pitching with his full windup now. Pitch to Malzone. Strike call. Fastball just above the knees. Stowe's ball moves pretty well. up by the left-hander. Pitch inside this time, one-on-one. On deck, Jim Coftree, who took over for Pete Reynolds. All right, still into the windup. The one-one pitch is a curve, swung it, and missed strike two. That Malzone way out in front of that curveball. two strikes. Words with a short lead off third. Now he moves up the line. Pitches a curve, popped in the air to left field. Lopez is coming in. Words is tagging up. Lopez makes the catch. Words is coming all the way. Here's the throw, and he makes it. He's safe. The throw was a little bit offline. Rick Words coming all the way. Scores on a short fly to left field. A sacrifice fly, an RBI for Malzone, and the Red Sox lead 5-2. Lopez's throw would have been in plenty of time had he had it online, but it was off about 10 feet to the left of the plate. Blanchard had to go out and get it, and then lunge for Wirtz, who did not slide. He jumped on home plate, beating Blanchard's peg. Two out is Jim Coptry. Ronalds was two for three, by the way, while he was in there. Pitch to the left-hand hitting second baseman. Hits his bat, strike one. Yeah. 
strike pitch. Curve over, strike two, and Cockery fell away from the plate trying to get out of the way of that curveball and broke over the inside corner. Nothing in two. Runnels leaves the ball game with a 319 batting average. Strike pitch. Curve. He tried to check it. Swing pops it up to the shortstop. Kubek is under it. Makes the catch. Costry had a rough time of it up there. For the Red Sox in the top of the eighth, one run. Without the benefit of a base hit. No Yankee errors and nobody left. And the score at the end of seven and a half innings. Boston five, New York two. Well, I guess there's one in every crowd. A baseball fan who can tell you all there is to know about the sport. But you got to admire a guy like that, because he's the kind of guy that makes a study of all the things he likes, including beer. Now, that's why it's a sure bet that he's a Ballantine fan. You see, like millions of others, he's found that Ballantine gives you both lightness and flavor. The two things a beer must have to refresh. It's the light beer with two lager flavor. And that's what makes it the crisp refresher. So treat your thirst to the crisp refresher. Just make the famous three-ring sign and ask the man for a tall, frosty glass of Valentine. Valentine beer. And on that note, we'll pause for station identification. 1460 on your dial. This is Quality Modern, WOKO in Albany, New York. WOKO time, five minutes before 10 o'clock. Roger Maris leading off for the Yankees. Maris slide to center line to first, pop to second. 5-2, the Red Sox lead. On Boquette into the windup. It's the Maris curve inside, ball one. Next pitch change up, hit the left field, short left field. It's going to be trouble if it stays there. And he drops in there for a base hit. Maris is going for two. And he's in with a short Texas League double just inside the foul line. Maris hit that ball right off his fist. And with Hardy playing in left center field, he didn't have a chance. For Maris, his 18th double of the year. And here's Bob Serve coming out to bat for Jim Pisoni. Serve batting for Pisoni. Serve batting 251, 11 doubles, 2 triples, 14 homers, 38 runs batted in. Nobody out in the bottom of the eighth. Roger Maris leads off second base. The stretch by Monboquet. The pitch is a curve swung at it, missed strike one. third baseline, strike two. Nothing in through the count on deck, Johnny Blanchard. Here's the stretch by Monboquez. Fastball high, ball one, one ball, two strikes. 
Pitches a curve, hits the left center field. And that's in there for extra bases. Maris is around third. He'll score going into second with a stand-up double bob serve. comes up with his 12th double of the year and his 39th run batted in. Makes it a 5-3 ball game in favor of the Red Sox. And it brings up Johnny Blanchett for his first time at bat. Blanchett batting 247. Three doubles, a triple, four homers, and 14 runs batted in. On deck, Darren Johnson. Nobody out. The pitch to Blanchett. High ball one. Doubles back-to-back by Marathon Sir. The Yankees pick up a run. It's 5-3. The Red Sox lead. The stretch and the pitch. Inside. Ball two. Two and nothing. Larry Knapp almost put up that right hand. the stretch. Two-nothing pitches over. Strike one. Two and one. Speaking of Larry Knapp, he just sold his home in Staten Island, moving down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Just today. Ready to 2-1 delivery. Curve outside ball three. Three and one. Blanchard representing the tying run at the plate. Here's the stretch by Monboquet. Fastball swung at a miss right two. Ball was down around the knees. It was a good pitch. Johnny had a good ripple at it. Just didn't get it. Full count on Blanchard. Ready now for the payoff pitch. Here it is, and a line drive to center field. Tasby going back under it now and makes the catch. Third tags up. Here's a long throw to third, and serve is in. A long line drive to deep center field. Boy, that ball was hit on the nose. That's one away, and here's Darren Johnson up for his first time. Johnson is 0 for 1 since joining the Yankees hitting right-hand hitter. One out. 5-3 the Yankees lead. Bob serve at third base. Red Sox infield playing back. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. On deck, Dale Long. Here's the windup. Pitch to Johnson as a curve hit high in the air to short right field. The right field of Clinton under it and makes the catch. Serve is halfway and goes back to third base. He tore up quite a bit of the uh, Yankee outfield there as he tried to get out of the way and slipped on the grass. Replaces the divots and goes back to second base. That's two away. 
serve remained at third, and here's Dale Long, who in a pinch hitting roll lined out to center field in the sixth inning. Two outs. The pitch to Long is pop foul out of play. Strike one. One strike on Long. A windup and the pitch is hit to straightaway center field. Willie Sansby moving under it. Got it for the out. Another ball hit well, but to the deep part of the park. For the Yankees in the bottom of the eighth, one run on two base hits. No Red Sox errors. One man left. The score at the end of eight full innings. The Red Sox five and the Yankees three. On the scoreboard in the American League, Cleveland won. The White Sox won at the end of three. Lock against Pierce. That's for Monty Holman in the first for the Indians. Detroit at Kansas City, it's Larry against Hall, and Baltimore and Washington are scheduled. In the National League, the Phillies three, the Reds two at the end of four. O'Toole started, Brosnan in the seventh, buzz out by the Phillies. Milwaukee leads the Pirates 10-1 at the end of five innings. Buell for Milwaukee, Law started, Green in the third, Labine in the fourth, Gibbon in the sixth, Hank Aaron home in the first with one on, his 39th of the year. Smokey Burgess in the fourth with nobody on for the Pirates. Chicago at Los Angeles, St. Louis at San Francisco starts later on. And we've got another new pitcher coming on for the Yankees. Be the fifth Yankee pitcher of the night. Five to three. Red Sox scored one in the third, one in the fifth, and two in the sixth. The Yankees scored one in the third, one in the seventh, and one in the eighth. Looks like Duke Moss coming in from the Yankee bullpen. Duke will be facing Carol Hardy, Lou Clinton, and Bill Monbouquet here in the top of the ninth inning. the Yankee runs, the result of home is one by Kubek, one by Jesse Gonder. So the Duke will be coming on. Moss making his 32nd appearance of the year. He's won three and lost one. Has an earned run average of 4.16. Moss has started only one ball game all year. All the rest have been in relief. Yankees play the Red Sox again tomorrow afternoon and then close out the regularly scheduled 1960 season with a Sunday afternoon game against the same Boston Red Sox. Then on Wednesday, October 5th, the World Series starts out in Pittsburgh. 
first two games will be played in Pittsburgh Sports Field. Then after a day off, open here at Yankee Stadium on Saturday, Sunday, if necessary, Monday here at the stadium. And then again, if necessary, back to Pittsburgh for the final two games. Carol Hardy popped the third line to left and struck out. Right hand hitter. into the windup. His first pitch is a curve low, ball one. One ball, no strikes on Hardy. Fast ball over, strike one, one on one. Dipmoff has four fine innings for the Yankees, starting, giving up five hits. Didn't walk anybody or strike out anybody, just allowed one run. Curve is fouled back out of play. One ball, two strikes. out all three men he's faced. Bobby Shands had two rough innings, giving up four hits and three runs, though he struck out three men. The one ball, two strike pitch, high inside, two and two. Harold Stowe relieved one inning, though he didn't give up a hit, he allowed a run, committing a balk after walking a man, and a sacrifice, and then a sacrifice fly. To the count on Hardy, leading off here in the top of the ninth, the Red Sox lead 5-3. Pitch is a curve foul back on the screen. Now holds it two and two. struck out, hit into a double play. Aaron Johnson in at third. They're long, ready to charge in. Here's the stretch. And Moss steps off the mound. Duke ready. 
Pritch is low ball one. He was not ready to punt. Pitcher drew up next. Now Clinton looks down at Billy Herman coaching at third. first. The stretch. There he goes. The pitch is hit on the ground. Kubek must go to first base and it gets by there long and a fan grabs it and both runners will advance the base. Kubek made a fine play. He was ready to flip the second but with Hardy running he realized he didn't have a chance. Threw off balance and it's an error charge to Tony Kubek. An error on the throw. It bounced in front of Long and over his glove. And a fan reached out and caught the ball before it hit the fence. So the Red Sox have runners at second and third. And the batter, Manboquet, the pitcher, bounced the short, struck out twice. That was the first Yankee error of the night. The Red Sox have made two. playing in. Cut off this run at the plate if they possibly can. Here's the windup. The pitch is a curve outside. Ball one. Time is called. Johnny Blanchett going out to the mound to talk with Mark. Quick huddle broken up. Strike one, one and one. Hardy gave a bluff at third as though he was going to come running in. Make it appear like the squeeze play was on. One ball, one strike. Duke into the windup. Last ball is low. Ball two. Two and one. Moss turns around. Looks at his defense. Here's the windup. Curve is swung at it, missed. Strike two, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Bob Sir playing a very shallow center field. up by Moss. The 2-2 pitch is a curve strike three swinging. Third time that Mon Boquette has struck out. 
Brings up Punchy Green, bounced to second, single, walked, and struck out. Came into this game leading Al Smith by just two percentage points, picked up two points, and now leads Smith by four in the race for the batting crown in the American League. Pumpsy Green batting left handed against Duke Marsh. The Yankee infield still in with one out, runners at second and third. 5 3 the Red Sox lead, top of the ninth. Wind up and the curve is low, ball one. Green started a swing and checked it. Ball broke down. Clinton leads off second, Hardy off third. Wind up and the curve is low again. Ball two, two or nothing. On deck, Willie Sasby. Ready. The 2 nothing pitch is a curve over this time. Strike one. Two months. Two balls, one strike, one out. Curveball hit on the ground a second. Richardson up with it. Holds the runners. Throws to first to get green. So, runners remain at second and third. Now it's two out, and here's Willie Chasby, who is two for four. Single to center twice, fly to center, and struck out. Driven in one run. back with two out and two on. Wind up by Marsh. Curve low, ball one. On deck, Vic Wirtz. Tasby curve in the dirt block nicely by Blanchard. Ball two, two and nothing. Two balls, no strikes, two outs, two on, five three, the Red Sox lead, top of the ninth.
the windup. Curve. Outside ball three. Three and nothing. Duke walks Tasby. He's got to face Vic Worth. One of the top RBI men in the league. At 102. Three-nothing delivery. It's right down the middle. Strike one call. Willie taken all the way. Now a three-one pitch. Masby swings a ground ball at second base. Richardson. Dale Long for the out, and Duke Moss pitches his way out of a jam with runners at second and third, nobody out. The Red Sox fail to score in the top of the ninth. No runs, no hits. One Yankee error, two men left in the score at the end of eight and a half innings. The Red Sox five, and the Yankees three. Say right now, while the teams are changing sides, let's take a quick look at baseball's lighter side. A famous manager had a rookie pitcher who had no control at all. Went out to the mound one day and he said to him, haven't you got any more control than that? And then the rookie replied, I usually do, Skipper, but I'm kind of nervous today. Can't keep my hands dry. So the manager hauled out a rosin bag and said, well, use this. Maybe it'll dry your hands. Well, after a few throws, the rookie was wilder than ever. Didn't that rosin bag help, asked the manager? Said the rookie, I don't know. I couldn't get it open. <laughs> I guess that could happen. I'll tell you, though, I'll bet if it was a bottle of Valentine, he'd have gotten it open. Sure enough. You see, Valentine proves that beer can be truly light and still give you all the downright delicious lager beer flavor you want. You'll enjoy the crisp refresher, the light beer with true lager flavor. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Bobby Richardson will be leading off. And on deck is Gil McDougall who has been just about the top pinch hitter for the Yankees all year. And he'll be followed by Tony Kubek. Richardson reached on an error and bounced to second base twice. Billy Monbouquet has gone all the way, sends in a curve. It's low ball one. Nothing pitch. Serve in there. Strike one, one of one. The one, one delivery. Slow curve hit deep to left field, but curving foul way back into the seats out of play. Bobby just got around on that hanging curve ball. Drilled it pretty deep into the seat. Foul by about five or six feet. One ball, two strikes. The windup, the pitch, curve outside, two and two. The two-two delivery, slow curve, foul on the left field line. Out holds it, two and two. Again, 
Curve and through two delivery. Curve hit on the ground up the middle, and a base hit to center field. So Richardson opens the bottom of the ninth with a single to center. Hit number eight off Monboquette, and here's Gil McDougal. McDougal batting 255, 16 doubles, three triples, eight homers, and 34 runs batted in. And Sal Magley is coming out of the Red Sox bullpen, and that's all for Monboquette. Pitches eight innings plus. Didn't get anybody out here in the ninth. Allowed eight base hits. He only walked one man. Struck out eight. And has allowed three runs so far. Von Boquette cannot be the losing pitcher. Bobby Richardson will be his responsibility should he score. But Billy could be the winning pitcher. Should was ever coming in for relief. But the Red Sox hold the Yankees in tow. McDougal and Quebec talking things over in the on-deck circle. Out on the mound, Sal Magley, Russ Nixon, and Mon Bouquet. And we have the Red Sox relief pitcher coming in, taking that long walk from left field. Can't tell who it is from here as yet. Duke Moss, and then Kubek will be following McDougal. Still can't tell who the pitcher is. Come on in relief. He has very little success against the Yankees as a starting pitcher. Red Sox trying to see what he can do in relief against New York. Moore is making his 34th appearance of the year. This is his fifth relief appearance of the year. He's pitched 12 complete games, 114. Oops, let me check that. Check that. He's won eight. No, he's won 10 and lost 14. I can't even read right. He's pitched eight complete games. 110, lost 14. All right, here's Gil McDougal ready. The pitch to Gil. Fastball low. Ball one. He's got a left-hander warming up now. Sal stands up on the dugout step. Richardson at first with nobody out. Tying run at the plate. Pitch is high, ball two, two and nothing.
is in there. Strike one called. Two and one. Fastball hit on the ground. A base hit to left field. It looked like Plumsy Green was moving towards second base with the pitch. And McDougal slapped the pinch hit single of left. Putting the tying run at first with nobody out. Richardson at second and Tony Kubek the batter. Kubek struck out home and fly to center and hit back to the box. Nobody out in the bottom of the ninth. The Red Sox lead 5-3. On deck, Hector Lopez. third, Wirtz in at first, looking for the possible sacrifice. Here's the stretch. Pitch is in there, strike ball. Kubek did not square around a bunch. Brewer steps back off the mound. Leads off first, Richardson off second. Here's the stretch. Pitch is punted. Foul down the first baseline. Strike two. Nothing in two on Kubek. by Brewer. Pitch, changeup hit high in the air to right field, not too deep. Clinton is under it. Richardson goes back to Stagg, but then holds up at second base. Kubek hit that ball off the end of the bat, one away. The batter, Hector Lopez. Single, struck out twice, bounced to short. One away here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Red Sox five, Yankees three. On deck, Roger Maris. Field and double play depth. One away. Stretch by Boa. Pitch is strike one, a swing and a miss. again. 
curveball is over strike two. Boy, that curve really exploded. Nothing in two on Hector. Bottom of the ninth. Here's the stretch. Fastball is low. Ball one. One ball, two strikes. Here in the bottom of the ninth. The stretch. Curve is foul. Back off the mask of Nixon. Out holds it. One ball, two strikes. Third, the winning run at first, and 
and the batter is Roger Maris. And Mike Higgins is calling the infield in. Maris fly the center, line the first, pop the second, and double the left and score the run. Here's the stretch. The pitch to Maris. is a ground ball. Big hit to center field. Lopez going to third. And the ball game tied up by five. for station identification. Yankees in a starting role, finds himself in the same predicament in a relief role. Just can't get three men out. As the Yankees came up with singles by Richardson, a pinch hit single by McDougal. Kubek fly to right, Lopez single to right to drive in Richardson, send McDougal to third. Maris singles through the drawn-up infield, tying up the score. Lopez went to third. The score is tied 5-5 with one out. Maris at first, Lopez at third. And the batter, Bob Sir. And let's see who the pitcher coming on is. against the Yankees up at Fenway Park. Big, tall right-hander is out on the mound now for the Red Sox. He's 6'5", 204 pounds. And he's got a job ahead of him with Bob Sherb, the batter. The winning run at third with one out. Bill Monbouquet, who picked such a fine ball game, is out of it. He can either be the winner nor the loser. Tom Brewer and Duke Moss are the pitchers of record right now. Bobby Shands gets off the hook tonight. One of Bobby's very few games in which he hasn't pitched exceptionally well. All right, Bob Serve, who pinch hit a double in the eighth inning to drive in a run. Is up there now with the winning runner third. The infield's in. The pitch is low ball one. The pitch is a ground ball at second. And top three, the running. 
Patriots chasing Maris, but the ball game is over. The young second baseman was confused as Bob Serve hit him a one-hot ground ball. Lopez came charging into the plate. Mickey Higgins had pulled the infield in, and Cotsby now throws the ball away in disgust. So Serve drives in the winning run. The Yankees win it 6-5, and here is Joe Ripley with the recap. Well, those kind of sneak in on Joe here as there's uh, a fair amount of bedlam. from a rather small crowd at the stadium who saw quite a climactic finish here as the Yankees came up with three runs in the bottom of the ninth. We'll have the totals for you in just a minute. Bill recap the play on serve ground ball to Cawthry. The youngster, who was a rookie, was a bit befuddled on the play and started the rundown on Merritt, forgetting apparently that there was only one out. And as he was chasing Merritt back, the lead run, the winning run, came in in the person of Lopez from third. So the Yankees win it in a wild and woolly one here at the stadium that really brought this crowd to their feet at the finish with six runs, 11 hits, and one error. The Red Sox in a losing cause and a tough one. Five runs, nine hits, and two errors. The winner is Duke Moss, whose record now stands at four and one. And the loser is Tom Brewer, who has won 10 and now lost 15. Looking down the scoreboard very quickly, at the end of four, the Indians lead the White Sox three to two, and at the end of two, Kansas City leads Detroit two to nothing. Washington and Baltimore were not scheduled tonight. In the National League, Chicago at Los Angeles and St. Louis at San Francisco still to get started out on the coast. Phillies batting in the bottom of the ninth. The Reds came up with two in the top of the ninth to go out in front four to three. And at the end of seven at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, the Braves lead the Pirates ten to one. Home runs in that one by Aaron and Smokey Burgess. In the Little World Series, for those of you who are interested, and I'm sure there are quite a lot of you up along the New York State-Canadian border, Toronto defeated Louisville tonight 6-2. The winner was Smith, the loser was Henley. Don Demeter hit two home runs for Toronto, and Taylor hit one for Louisville. Might even take a step further and say that at the end of the first period, the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Texans are tied in the National Football League 3-3. Tomorrow afternoon, airtime will be 1.55 here at the stadium. Red Sox against the Yankees, and likewise on Sunday when the regular 1960 season will be wrapped up, and then we'll move into the Big World Series. That winds up another Valentine baseball broadcast. Tune in for more baseball, as we told you, tomorrow afternoon at 1.55. For now, this is Bill Creasy speaking for Red Barber, Bill Rizzuto, Packy McFarland, and Pappy Durkin. Saying that's it for now from the Atlantic Refining Company and your Atlantic dealer who offer you Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it clean. And P. Ballantyne and Sons, brewers of the crisp refresher. Ballantyne Beer, the largest selling beer in the East. Once again, the final score, the Yanks were...